When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Yannick Hanfman. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudler. This is Sebastian Wolfer. It's Mark Andrea Wittler. I am Francisco Serundolo. And, and you're listening, listening to the Game Podcast. Hopefully you enjoy it. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. The US Open is finally here. And they don't do the draw normally over the pond. They just do it behind closed doors. And then we discuss it. But we'll talk more about that later. How are you doing, JG? Ready for some Grand Slam action? Yes, extremely ready. Um, It seems like a long time since we saw Roland Garros and Wimbledon. The Australian Open seems like years ago. It doesn't even seem like this year. So much has happened this year. But here we are, the final slam of the year, the US Open. Carlos Alcaraz, the reigning champion on the men's, eager on the women's. Let's see how the draw looks. So I'm looking on Twitter as we speak, because, of course, uh, as I did a video earlier, it was done seven minutes ago, but it's not broadcast live. So we're going off what we're being told and the big news to start off with, I don't know if we want to bring up maybe some of the routes for the big players. Well, uh, I know got you've got this. Draw. Yeah, but uh, we'll, let's go through some of the big players first. Cause that's what everyone wants to know about. And that's Carlos Alcaraz's US Open draw. And I can confirm Medvedev is on his half. So we have Medvedev on the half of Carlos Alcaraz. Yep. That's terrible news for Daniel Medvedev. <laughs> he would have preferred to been on the Djokovic half because I feel... He's got a chance of beating Djokovic, but just doesn't with Alcaraz. Uh, Alcaraz has quit the first round, either Harris or Pella, second round. Third round, Evans or van der Zanslip. Fourth round, Nori Griekspor, Kokonakis. A quarter final of Sinner, Zverev, Dimitrov and or Wawrinka. So Sinner and Alcaraz could be a quarter final matchup. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't like it much. You've got Medvedev on that side. Uh, uh, in the semi-final of Medvedev, Rublev, Hercatch, and a final, Djokovic, Runa, Sissipas. Initially, looking at this, you've got to say, Djokovic yeah. has a really, really nice draw. And I'm just pulling up Djokovic's now. We've got Sasa Osmo, who tweeted it out. I don't know if you want to pull that up, Ben. Okay, do you, do you want to ping it over to me? And I yeah, will? I pinged them all. Oh, have you? Okay, let yeah. me just go in there. So, I think the other one as well. Sorry, I thought you had it on the screen. But the Sasa Osmo one is quite cool because this is Novak Djokovic's and it's just... This is the first time I'm seeing it, of course. It's so easy. I'm No offence. You've got Muller first round, Zabata Morales or Quinn, Zer uh, or Nakashima, <laughs> Felix or Sarundolo, both players not in good form right now. Sissipas or Fritz mm. in the quarterfinal. 
a semi-final of Runa or Rude. Uh, Ru- Runa, you maybe could trouble Djokovic, but mm. Rude certainly can't. And then the final of Alcaraz Medvedev. Alcaraz has the tougher draw, that's yeah. for sure. Most definitely. I mean, with Sinner, that was the the big one, wasn't it? We were looking for where Sinner and Medvedev fell. They both fall onto the side of Carlos Alcaraz, which is Ridiculous. terrible for him. And Djokovic, yet again, seems to have uh, well come up smelling of roses in this draw. I'm sure he won't be minding looking at that. I, like you said, the only people that could trouble him, I think, maybe Holger Luna and Alcaraz there, maybe Medvedev, but if if any of them get there. And then we've got Felix in no sort of form. If he was to suddenly be in like amazing form, I'd say, wow, Felix is a tough one. But at the moment, not at all. So we can't I mean, even look best, at it. It's the best player you could possibly ask for. In fact, he won't play Felix in the fourth round because I don't see him getting that far. Sorundolo's having a bit of a wobbly few months as well. It's just a crazy draw. Like he'll walk to the quarterfinals with his eyes closed, um, and I don't think Sissipas is nowhere near the level, especially at the U.S. Open, to get close to Djokovic. Um, so he's not filling me with much confidence. Fritz has the ability to do something. He's come very close against Djokovic once in the Slam. Willie, I don't, I don't think he's the player who's going to get one over in Djokovic. So yeah, Djokovic fans watching this. I'm sure they are very, very happy because he's got a very nice draw. And here we go. We have a look at Alcalaz's one now, as you can see there. Uh, Kuepfer, we've got Harris Opeya, uh, Evans, Van der Zandt, Norrie. Like, I feel like up until the quarters, fairly plain sailing, I reckon, for uh, Alcalaz there. But like you see, that, those, even those four that it could potentially be in that quarterfinal are all pretty good players. I mean, pre- probably been a bit generous to Vavrinka there, putting him in there. But Zverev, Sinner, for sure, that they're two tough matches. And then semi-final, I'd say Herk, actually, yeah, that's a person you probably wouldn't want to be facing either. Very good play. He's actually had good matches against Herkatch, well, recently. Tough, tough. But where's Tommy Paul in the draw? Because by the looks of it, he's well, avoiding him. Yeah, he's not in there probably due to the seeding, so he's not been included in this graphic. Uh, but Herkatch, like you say, he's one to watch at the US Open. You could yeah. maybe argue the case that he's the fifth favourite. Um, so it's a really tough player to get. Like, I'd put Herkatch above a, a Sissipas, maybe above a Runa. Uh, above a Rublev, I think, at this US Open. He's got so much pedigree playing on the hard courts of America that mm. it's hard to ignore him. And it's just terrible luck for Carlos Alcalaz looking at this. Um, yeah. There's a few other tweets coming out. We've got the full draw here. I don't know if you want to go through that graphic for so the is, full draw. Is there a full draw graphic? Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll bring it up. Just give me Yeah, some it's tips. not as good as the... I can get all the quarter ones, actually, if yeah, you'd rather. I've got the... I've got the women's quarter ones. If you've got the men's quarter one, if there's a thread, yeah, ping me that. No, but like, I'm talking a nice one. Yeah, yeah. Like a, I'd like to see a real nice, not that, yeah, that PDF one is not, not the yeah. nicest to look this at. Is, I've, got, I've sent you one there which is brilliant, which you're going to yeah. love. Okay, I love that one. So I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've seen got, it. But... Is that on the, on the thread? Has it got like all yeah, of them on there? Yeah, it's got all of them oh, on amazing. There. Yeah, so yeah so all I can just go all the way so down. So the four quarters one. we have, obviously, we'll start with the men's. The women's is being released as we are talking. So we'll go through that when it's fully there. But it's we've got there. the Alcaraz quarter. We have the Medvedev quarter, the Runa quarter, and the Djokovic quarter. 
um, with the Runa and Djokovic being on the bottom half and the top half being Medvedev and Alcaraz. Yeah. And then if you've got it, let's start with Carlos Alcaraz. So let's assess this. So unseeded players, is there anyone of no? Of course, the first name I'm drawn to, Andy Murray. In this yeah. quarter of Carlos Alcaraz, unseeded, dangerous. He's one of my players to watch for the event. He's got the ability to go for a few rounds. In the same category, Stan Wawrinka. Full. If you want to talk about Murray, you've got to talk about Stan as well. Another player yeah. who's won Grand Slams, who won has the, the pedigree to do big things at the U.S. Open, yeah. and he knows how to navigate his way through a Grand Slam. So Stan Wawrinka, Andy Murray, they're two dangerous, unseeded players. Who everyone's going to want to avoid. Most definitely. I, I know that we sort of looking or brushing past uh, this little section here, but he obviously lost a set recently to Jordan Thompson <laughs> Alcalaz, didn't he? I yeah. know maybe that was just like a little bit of a wobble. Dan Evans not been in bad form either. I still don't think he has the power to challenge some, someone like Carlos Alcalaz, but unseeded. Kokonakis, maybe. I mean, if he serves well, I mean, he could get maybe get through the into like the fourth round potentially with that little section. Uh, it's not the worst section for Kokonakis. I mean, Norrie probably be thinking the same though. Norrie's been having terrible time recently, so this little section make or break him because he's got a good section. If he doesn't get through, he could lose to Shevchenko. In all honesty, but. No way of really... Uh, no, Grinsport, for me, is the most informed player in that little bit there. Yeah, he's um, good. But, yeah, you'd have to say Alcaraz should be okay for the initial batch. It's yeah, just yeah. on the other side, either the Zverevs, the it's Andy Murrays, the Stan Wawrinkas. I don't see Stan or Andy Murray beating Alcaraz. I think he, they're not as mobile enough. He needs to be a bit younger and a little bit more agile to defeat Alcaraz. Zverev has ability to, if everything's firing for him. Not uh, good certainly for Yannick Sinner, him and he goes toe-to-toe with Alcaraz, and it's just an awful draw for him. Not a, not the best draw for Zverev there. I know that Vukic has actually been in amazing form recently. Well, like He came sort of out of nowhere. We know he's normally a qualifier and normally does pretty well in the qualifying, but normally very low down the rankings and just... Recently, he got to the final, didn't he? I think he lost to, was it Fritz in the final in Atlanta, something like that. So he's actually in pretty good form. Zverev, he's actually got to the semifinals of Cincinnati, so not doing too bad himself as well. But if we go down to to this one as well, we know that Yannick Sinner, he's been having to face Daniel Altmaier a couple of times uh, in slams, I believe. And obviously he went out in Roland Garros to Altmaier, if Altmaier puts it together, he's actually a pretty decent player. Will we see it here? I mean, he'd have to probably get past Zverev. I mean, it's it's unlikely. But could be a bogey player for the likes of Yannick Sinner. And I'm sure he wouldn't want to see Altmaier on the other other side of the net again because it's someone he's expected to beat and someone that he knows can beat him, <laughs> which is not a... That's like the worst-case scenario. You can't even... Even if you win, you're expected in that matchup. So yeah. should we move down to the next one? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we've got Gene in the live chat. How are we doing? Shout out to Armino as hey. well. Good to be live speaking to you guys. And Gene says, Phil's uh, Greek sport, good match. Yeah, that is an exciting one. Yeah. Maybe a little bit too soon for Phil's. I reckon Greek sport could. We'll do it. Yeah, I think Phil's has just lost. Uh... Yeah, Altmaier pushed Sinner to five sets here at the US Open last year. 
Yeah, that's it. And then he beat him at a roll on Garrett because he didn't. Wasn't it five sets both time they played as yeah. well? I think doesn't something seem like to that. get on with him. No, really, really a problem player for uh, Yannick Sinner. So, uh, Attila Balazs is the first match up for Daniel Medvedev. I think that would be the easiest match uh, for him. Probably wipe him off the court. Probably only drop about four games, I reckon. And looking down, Chris O'Connell is not a a walk in the park, though. And neither is Max Purcell. Yeah, I think it is for Medvedev. Max Purcell took a set off Alcaraz recently so i don't i don't see them either of them troubling medvedev at all i think they'll all be straight sets whoever they he plays i think the questions will be asked afterwards nishikori um i love kai nishikori don't think he'll trouble medvedev but i think he's valued for yeah. a set maybe if everything goes brilliant if he, uh, if he can get through there because there's some tough players there jerry one of my favorite players on tour i think he's been a top 10 player this year um argue with yourself about that one he can play on any surface, and Jared's having the season of his life. I mean, he's a seed now, and yeah. no one will want to play him. Uh, I can see him cleaning that bottom section. Well, he's got Van Asher, clay court player from France, and then either Ramos Vanolas or Mickelson, the, the young uh, US player there, the wild card. we got uh, Yibing Wu up against Lajevic down there and Dimonor down this in this little bottom section though so that could be could be on course for a Jerry Dimonor so that would that be exciting be... That, that's yeah, an I'd exciting like that. match and of course Dimonor is not a player Medvedev likes because he lost to him last time they played exactly right and there's Gael Monfils I see on this other side and could that be bad news for Andrei Rublev because in, Rusevore has been in good form as well. That's not an easy first round matchup for Rublev. I mean, that is not a good draw for Andre Rublev. Let's speak no. about that quickly. The yeah. eighth seed, Terrible. he's got Monfils, um, a Schwartzman who I don't well, think is Berrettini really good, potentially. But Berrettini oh. is the unseeded. A Berrettini and a Monfils <laughs> and a Rusevore for Rublev is not great news at all. And then potentially a Hercat, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. As Gene says, Rusevore just beat Rublev at Cincinnati. This is it. I mean, say no more. It's just a terrible draw. Monfils in good form. Roussevori just beat him. Berrettini, the, one of the biggest servers on the tour. Umber back to form. Hercatch looking good. Um, Jack Draper's back as well. Big server. We got John Isner's last ever tournament. Big server. <laughs> Hachanov. And Hachanov. What's he, the is he even playing? I mean, he is playing. Is he? I mean, I he's, know. Is, have you picked him as one of your players? He's to watch? giving me the rope a dope at the moment. I mean, he hasn't he got played to the, since. Where did he get semi-finals last year? Yeah, he hasn't played since Roland Garros though. So is he going to play? He's a big match player. He's a semi-finalist, Ben. Yeah, he doesn't do anything other than uh, Grand Slams. But he missed Wimbledon, didn't he? So I don't got know. Jerome in saying Big John could make a run. Could we see some special Big John um, farewell serving at, 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 in New York? Is it going to be as big as Serena's send-off? That's what I want to know. Is everybody just going to be willing him to win and go all the way through? Most aces ever in If we get Big John versus Hercatch, are we getting five tie breaks? (laughs) I thought you were going to say, I'll be covering it. (laughs) I'll be there. I'm going to be there for every single tie break between Hercatch and Isner. What about Albot Isner? That would be one of yours. Yeah, this top section, I'm sorry, it's not really like setting me on fire with uh, fun matchups. We've got big server, big server, big server Mo, big server Draper, Albot, 
Oh, come on. Draper's more than just a big serve. No, he's good, but he's not been in any form. And if it's hot, then I worry for him. Uh, anybody else? I think that this is that, that section done. that has got a He's yeah. got a big task, didn't he? Well, they're big servers. <laughs> He's got like nightmare. the biggest, tallest people to try and get through. Well, he wasn't. He, he was doubles partner, wasn't he? But that was with uh, Opelka, wasn't it? Wasn't it with Isner? Or was it with Isner? I think it might have been with Isner. Anyway, let's move down to the next section. I'm not going to waste any more time on talking about really tall people. Right, while JG has just uh, quickly gone... Let's have a look because I was saying, where is Tommy Paul in the draw? And here he is. And he is in the section with Casper Rude and with Holger Luna. And not a bad section. There's uh, quite a lot of good unseeded players, though, by looking at this. I mean, if you have a look here, he's going to be playing a qualifier, which I'm sure he'll probably get past. We've got Casper Rude playing a qualifier. Let's have a look at Casper Rude's little section because sometimes he gets a bit fortunate with his draws, Casper Rude. And well, he ended up in the final last year, didn't he? So that obviously isn't, it's not all luck. It's just he has to play well. He has to still beat good players. So here we go. Right, so we've got Casper Rude qualifier. JJ Wolf or Zhang, I expect he should be able to get past them. We've got Hijikata, Kotov. Fuchovic or Korda? I mean, Korda's not really been in much form, but it's not the worst little section for him. Let me know in the live chat. What do you reckon on Korda's little section here? Do you think he can get past the potential uh, Fuchovic and then Kasper Ruud? I think there's a possibility there if he actually comes back to a bit of form. Let's move down in this little section in the Ruud half of this. We've got Manorino there. I'm actually shocked Manorino's up into 22nd in the seeds, to be honest. So he's obviously come back to a bit of form. We've got Gasquet Marazan. Well, Gasquet's backhand the other day was just on fire. So Marazan needs to mind his P's and Q's there. And we've got Offner. Go on, Offner. Not the worst draw. Nuno Borges. I'm sure that... Um, what is it? Jose Morgado probably be saying the other way around. Nuno Borges is not the worst draw. Offner around 50 in the world at the moment, though, after his good run at Roland Garros. TFO, wow, there's a big name. Did well last year, last year's semi-final. So, uh, Gene saying Corda is finding some form in Winston-Salem. And Jerome saying, is team back? Well, we'll get to team in a second. Uh, we've got TFO... I reckon TFO could clean up this whole section, to be honest. It's not bad for TFO at all. This is It looks pretty, pretty good. I feel that he'll fancy his chances against all of those players. Moving over to Luna's side, we've got over here. So, who have we got? So, we've got Kobayas Boehner. Uh, the second round could be tough, actually. Karatsev or Lehechka. That is That's a really good first round match, though. I really like that. I mean, Karatsev, not really been in much form, but if he was to turn it on, we know how good he can be. And Lehechka, solid. Ben Shelton in this little section here and could get past Cashin. I, th- I expect him to get past Cashin. And Bublik team. Ooh, first round. And interesting about that is they're both uh, Fantium players as well. The, uh, the invest in a tennis player. <laughs> I don't know how they'll feel about that because obviously... All of the players, uh, well, it's a part of the prize money. People own shares in those players. So one person will be going out early. 
Right, Fakina in this section as well. Dominic team though. I think he could potentially get past Bublik. I'm not that confident with it, but if Bublik has an off day, which he custom does, I feel that he could get past Bublik. And then we could have a... But I don't see team doing too much. I don't think team's back. I don't think team's in any sort of form. I don't think that he would be able to beat someone like a Holgaruna. So I'm not going to waste too much more, more time on team. Sadly, I don't want to be disrespectful. But this section looks like we're going to tee ourselves up for a Tommy Paul Davidovich Fakina matchup, which, yeah, sign me up. That one sounds exciting. Is Fakina's back healed? I mean, I'm ruling out Giron, and every time I do that, Giron wins. So, knowing my luck, that'll probably be what happens. Safulan, he was the last shock uh, unseeded player to go deep in a slam, made it to the quarterfinals. Could he make another run? Never rule him out. And move all the way down to the bottom here. So Holger Luna could be meeting potentially Francis TFO, I reckon. That's the most likely. Let me know in the live chat. Who do you think is the most likely quarterfinal? Or who, do you, who would you like to see in the quarterfinal? Do you want to see Tommy Paul versus Francis TFO? I mean, that would be a battle of the Americans. I'm sure they would love that over there in the States. Or would you prefer to see... A, Casper uh, Rude Holgerun with the the Battle of the Scandinavians instead. Snail going for Paul versus TFO. Yeah, like that. Gene wants to see that one as well. Yeah, exactly right. And Snail also saying, uh, yeah, Karatsev Lehechka, great match if Hazan turns up. And Adrian saying, not expecting much from team, I'm afraid. I'd love my expectations to be proven wrong, which is simply optimistic for team at this point. Yeah, I agree with you totally on that one. Right, move three spaces sent. Alcalaz has an easy draw. He owns Medi. Well, he's got Sinner in the section as well, so let's not uh, overlook him. Let's move down to the last section. This is Novak Djokovic. That's right. And you can see, should we start down from Djokovic's little bit down here in this bottom corner? Let's have a little look. So we've got Djokovic Muller, and then we've got Quinn. I think it's Ethan Quinn. And Zabata Morales. Qualifier, qualifier. Jair Nakashima. I mean, that whole section. If Djokovic drops a set, I will be surprised. Uh, especially in the form he's in. I mean, it's not like he's coming in bad form. <laughs> it's coming in electric form. Djokovic coming into this tournament. It is incredible. Felix at the top here. I expect him probably to lose to McDonald. That's my personal opinion. Delian. Probably will go out to the qualifier. Vesely, Sarundalo. Actually quite like Sarundalo's chance here to get to a fourth round. I think we could potentially see Sarundalo versus Djokovic fourth round. That would be very, very good for Sarundalo. But I think that would be the end of the line for him. On the other side, we have Stefano Tsitsipas. Against Milos Raonic. Oh, my word. <laughs> he doesn't get done any favours, does he, Stefano Sissipas? And every time he seems to go, go to a tournament these days, there's always a person there to give him an excuse to go out early and hang out with Badoza. So let's wait and see on that. Roxana saying Vesely has beaten Novak before. Yeah, I mean, but come on, clutching at straws. He's going to have to get past this little section first. Don't really see that happening. Let's have a look down here. 
Right, so if Sitterpass, well, I think Raonic could do him, to be honest. I think Raonic's great on these indoor hard courts. Uh, outdoor hard courts, sorry, I just saw a uh, bad message. Apologies. Give me two seconds. Uh, we've got Poprint. That's another tough match. He's in good form as well. Should he go past the qualifier? Sitterpass sort of got his work cut out for him in this section. It's pretty horrible. And Chris Eubanks. Oh, it's terrible. City Pass just can't seem to uh, avoid him in draws at the moment. There's always a, He's always a couple down from where City Pass is in the draw. Chris Eubanks, not a good draw for City Pass, especially in America as well. Gene agrees. Popper in a dangerous player. Yep, um, very dangerous. Uh, moving down, we've got Musetti. Um, not bad little section for Massetti, to be honest. He could probably get past first round, second round, third round. I mean, Fritz is, I mean, if Fritz doesn't get, uh, to the fourth round, something's seriously wrong, to be honest. And up the top, Sissipas going to have to play very well. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Sissipas in a five setter, maybe two before he even gets to the fourth round. And there, if he gets to the quarterfinal, we have to play Novak Djokovic. Most likely. <laughs> so that's not good at all. Oh, dear. Uh, what can you do, though? Let's pop up the projected ones based upon seeds. These are the projected quarterfinals. I'll pop them on the screen for everyone to see. Let me know if you agree with them. Do you think which ones of these do you think are the most likely to happen? And which ones do you think just aren't happening? So we'll go down. We've got Carlos Alcalaz versus Yannick Sinner. We've got Daniel Medvedev versus Andre Rublev. We've got Kasper Ruud versus Holger Luna. And Tsitsipas versus Djokovic. Well, I'm going to give my honest opinion. I think we're probably going to get one of them. <laughs> that, that, that's it. And Gene's going with the same. I bet three of them won't happen. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. I think the top one is the most likely. Sinner, Alcaraz, they're the two players who have been in form recently. Obviously, will let Sinner off for his early exit in the last tournament. Probably uh, a bit overwhelmed winning his first Masters in Toronto. But, yeah, Rublev's got a real tough draw. Medvedev, I'm not so sure. And uh, we've got Kasper Ruud. Can he do it again? I mean, I always write him off and he always seems to be there. Holger Luna, do we give him too much credit, maybe? I'm not sure, but uh, I think the one thing that we're all looking at at the bottom is Novak Djokovic. I expect him to to be in that quarterfinal and that semifinal, and most likely in the final. But it's a long way to go, and uh, we should probably take a look at some of the women's as well. Let me know. Keep writing your uh, comments into the live chat. I want to hear what you uh, have to say about this. Do you think it's unfair? Do you think there's some conspiracy? It's done behind closed doors. But then again, if it was done behind closed doors, then that would completely ruin any of the conspiracy theorists against Novak Djokovic uh, when they weren't letting him into the US due to the vaccine and all of that type of stuff. Or maybe it's payback. They didn't get him in, so now he gets a nice draw. Do you reckon that's how it works? I'm not so sure about that. 
Well, we got Snell saying, I think Sinner might make us wait for an Australian, uh, wait until the Australian for Carlos versus Novak. Well, it's possible. But do you see Sinner, if he gets past Alcalaz, making the final? Or do you think he gets past him and then he goes out in the semi-final? That's the, that's the, uh, that's, that's the real question I think we've got to look at there. But anyway, let me just have a look to see if I can pull up uh, some of these draw. Well, Gene, if you're, uh, well, I know you're in the live chat. If, you could, if you've got any of the paths for the women that you want to ping over, feel free to send them over and I will just go through the actual draws and then uh, I can bring them up if there are any at all. I mean, JG's been called away on an emergency, uh, unfortunately. So uh, I will be taking us through this probably till the end, I would think. So, all right, yeah, Gene, send it over if you do have that information, and I will bring up the women's. So we'll go through the top first on the women's, and it will be none other than the world number one, Iga Sviontek, that is right. She is at the top of the draw. Let me just squidge it down a little bit so we can all see. Du, 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 du. And we've got... Right, so we've got Iga versus Peterson in the first round. Don't mind that whatsoever. feel that that's a nice, easy win for Iga. And, uh, yeah, Gene San, I already sent you the women's. I don't, no, I meant the, the roots. Like, if they've just got the, anyone's tweeted just the roots. But it's fine, mate. Don't You don't have to. It's, uh, I just wondered if you had them to hand. You could ping them over. But if you don't, it doesn't matter, man. It's, uh, it's not the be-all and end-all. I can just go through this draw and we can just see. So, Eager Peterson, easy. Potentially Savile next round, I'd say. I reckon that's probably easy as well. Cochiletto maybe, or Kovinic in the third round. I mean, not bad draw so far for Iga. We move down, who could she potentially have if it was a fourth round and then the bottom up? Well, it's it's not bad at all, is it? I mean, look at this. Ostapenko is the only real name that jumps off the page. Kudometa was not in any sort of form. Uh, we've got Ostapenko Paolini. Uh, I mean, Ostapenko looks like the one who probably should make it all the way through there. I mean, Avanesian, maybe, if she has another good run. But, yeah, I mean, looking at that, Eager's route to the fourth round looks pretty, pretty good. To or Route to the quarterfinals, sorry. And could be potentially Ostapenko fourth round. And then a quarterfinal matchup could be, let's see the other side here. So we've got Petra Kvitova on the other side. She's up against Books, her first round. Wozniacki with the wild card. She's up against a qualifier. So that would be good for her. She might be able to make it through. Well, who else have we got? Jen Brady in quite good form recently as well. She's back. Lynette, that could be there for the take-in from Sasnovich. Anybody else? I mean, oh, Coco Goff. Oh, <laughs> there's the name. There's the name. Snail saying uh, Goff and Ostapenko for Eager. Not a joke. Yes, and there's the big name that we are waiting for. Coco Goff. She'll probably be a bit frustrated that she's probably got to play eager in a quarterfinal, it would look like. And But look who Coco may have to play again first. Mila Andreeva is in a potential second-round matchup. Danielle Collins is also in Goff's section. Ooh, Goff has a little... Just going to have to battle through this to come through 
to even make it to the quarterfinals. And she could even have to get through Petra Kvitova as well. That is not that's not a real easy side. I mean, Eager's side, I think, is probably a bit easier. Ostapenko would be the toughest. Will she even make it there, though? Someone might take her out beforehand for Eager. You never know with Ostapenko. Well, it could be a new saying. You never know with Ostapenko. Um, but Coco Goff Eager, that would be exciting. I mean, that's the match everybody wants to see again. It was exciting in Cincinnati. And I would love to see that match again. Snail saying, can Ben's surprise package beat Goff? I think they played fairly recently, to be honest. I think Mia Andreeva got bageled by her. Um, but she's always learning every day. Mia Andreeva, very young. And I, I still think she could give, probably give her a good match. I, could she beat her? As part of me feels like that's a quite a big ask, really, for Andreeva this, in this young stage of her career. But never say never. Coco Goff obviously came onto the scene young in a slam. And who's to say that Andreeva won't be able to do the same in this US Open? Let's move down to the next section. Oh, no. And this is obviously still in Eager's half. And it is Yelena Rabakina. So, on Eager's side, we will have Ostapenko, Goff, and Rabakina. So, those are the potential fourth round uh, quarterfinal and semi-final. Um, that is tough. I mean, Rabakina cost it, but Rabakina had a bit of an injury recently. And we can see also in this section, Mukova, which somebody who's been going deep into a lot of tournaments of late and is definitely, definitely uh, one to watch. She's the 10th seed. But let's have a look at Rabakina's little section first and we'll go through this second section Kostyuk first round. Tomjanovic. I mean, not seen much from her recently. Potential second round. Kalinska. We've got Sersteya maybe as a third round there for Rabakina. And then a potential fourth round. I mean, this bottom section, it, for me, probably Azarenka over Bencic, I would say. Bencic and Azarenka, potential third round match. And then I'd probably favour Azarenka, if I'm perfectly honest. She obviously made the final here before and on the other side Maria Sakari she's there on the other side and could face a potential fourth round matchup with you know who Mukova again that's if both of them actually make it there um we've got Hadab Meyer in Mukova's section keep an eye on her Sloane Stevens Hadab Meyer that's a real that's a popcorn first round match for me especially being in the U.S. Yeah, Gene pointing it out. Let me know which matches from the first round do you really like the look of. Write them in the live chat. Moving down on this Sakali section. So let's see how Sakali, how would she have to play or who would she have to play and how would she have to play to get through this section. So Masilova, first round, expected to beat her. Bandelosh Maidlova, second round, winnable. Kalinina, Wang or Saribas Tormo. Yeah, see her beating all of those. I think fourth round, if she doesn't make the fourth round, it's going to be terrible tournament for Sakari. And I feel like Mukova or maybe Stevens could make a run. Not sure. Hadab Meyer, yeah, up in the top. So Rabakina could be facing. I think Rabakina, surely if she plays well, she can get through to the quarterfinal and she will have to face Mukova, Sakari, maybe Hadab Meyer. And that, 
yeah, that sort of wraps up that section. So Rabakina, obviously, a semi-final could be Igor Sviontek. So that is the top section. Let's have a look at the bottom section, shall we? Let's go down. And the next section is, do we call this? It's the Pagula section. Pagula been in great form. Uh, let's go down to Pagula first because I don't want to disrespect her by going through the top bit. And, oh, Camila Georgi first round. That's a very unpredictable first round, it has to be said. One second, bit of water there. And we've got Marino versus Tig. I feel if she gets past Georgie, though, a potential third round with Svitolina. That could be entertaining. So Pagula could face Georgie, Marino, Svitolina. And then, well, this little section's really entertaining. We've got Samsonova and Madison Keys in the same small section that could be on a collision course to a third round matchup. And then... The winner of that, potentially playing Pagula, I'd say, uh, in the fourth round. So, most like maybe Madison Keys. Maybe we'll get a Keys-Pagula fourth round matchup, both the Americans. And then, on the other side, who could meet them in uh, in the quarterfinal? We've got Garcia at the top. Not really the strongest section there for Garcia. I mean, Peyton Stearns will probably like her chances in this section. Garcia facing a qualifier. Balter and Parry. Don't see them troubling Garcia. I think Stearns could probably get past Tomova. And Towson Potopova. Hmm. That's an interest. That's what that's one of my uh, sort of popcorn matchups as well. Pop that one in there. I, I like Towson Potopova. Um I think Towson could get past her, to be honest. And Towson has a real chance at a fourth round. Stearns will be looking at that and thinking she does as well. Garcia. No better opportunity. If you want to come back to form, do it now. Do I think it's going to happen? No. Right, move to the bottom of this section. And ooh, this is a tasty little section. Who they could meet in the fourth round from the top. We've got Alexandrova versus Leila Fernandez first round. Tough for Fernandez. That's not an easy one, but I still think it's winnable. Andreescu up against Sorenko. Still winnable. Sorenko... Funny player, though. Can sometimes pull out big result here and there. And we've got Von Drusova, the Wimbledon champion. She's in this little section as well. She's just made the quarterfinals in Cincinnati, I believe. And she she could be a potential... Is that third-round matchup against either Andreescu? We could have Andreescu versus Leila Fernandez, an all-Canadian second-round match there. And then the winner play Von Drusova in the third. We could have, I mean, that whole section is just up for grabs. I mean, Pagula, she she should be able to clean up her section up until the quarters. And Von Drusova, I feel that she should be able to, if she, come, if she can harness some confidence, Von Drusova should be able to do it as well. But maybe like Jerome says, Stearns could make a run. Why not? We're in America. Uh, I feel like I'm all for it. I feel that there could be like a homegrown talent that does well in this year's US Open. Like, they've just got that sort of feeling. That's why I've, all of my surprise packages are mainly Americans. I don't know. <laughs> I've gone. I've gone big on the young Americans on the, this US Open. So they, these are the people who make the quarters. Uh, that I think it could probably Von Drusova versus. 
Yeah, probably Von Dusseva and Pagula, to be honest. And to play them in a potential semi-final. This is the Saba section. And look who she has as a potential quarter-finalist. Ons Jabur comes straight off the page. So Sabalenka could face Ons Jabur in the quarter-final. But how would she get there is the question. Zanevska would be a first-round matchup for Sabalenka. And then a second-round matchup would Blinkova or Burridge. I feel that these are both winnable. We've got... Dollarhide, Burrell, Pliskova, or qualify. I feel Sabalenka has to get through to the fourth round, surely. And then fourth round, Vekic. We've got Badoza in. they got Sofia Kenin in there as well. And up the top, we've got Kasatkina, Alicia Parks. That's another one, another good first round match. Put a little star next to that one. That one, we could see some fireworks. Alicia Parks at home in the US up against Kasatkina, though Kasatkina has been playing well of late. Badoza, not not the worst little section. She could We could see Vekic, Badoza. But you never know. With this Vekic, probably fancy her chances. And then we could see a fourth-round matchup of Sabalenka, Vekic, or Sabalenka. Could be any of them, to be honest. Let's go with Sabalenka, Vekic for a fourth round. And then on the other side, we've got Jabur versus Camilo Osorio Solano. And then we've got second round, potentially Noskova or Brengel. Tatiana Malia, Petra Martic. Jabur's little section up until the th- yeah up until the fourth round looks pretty good. Expect Jabur to make a fourth round. Move down Balshkova there. Who's in this little section? Klaichikova. I mean, this, this mini section is probably one of the one of the least strong in the whole one I've seen. Bronzetti, Klaichikova first round. Montgomery qualifier. Strysova, Kanepi. And Kimwinzen, Podoloska. So I'm sorry. If Kimwinzen doesn't make the fourth round here, that will be a bad, bad tournament. And if Kimwinzen gets to the fourth round, could this be a potential uh, quarterfinal? Could she take out Ons Jabur, get to a quarterfinal, face Sabalenka, I mean, the way she played against Iga the other day, don't think so. But it was very windy. I will let her off. So we could have a potential Sabalenka versus Pagula semi-final, potentially. I mean, up on this side. Or there's not many others. I mean, maybe Madison, Madison Keys. But maybe there's room in this little section for somebody just to make a run. I feel that it's, it's wide open. And Pagula, I don't know, the jury's still out a little bit, but she has been playing well recently. Let me know what do you think in the live chat of this women's draw. Uh, I'll see if I can find some of the roots just uh, so that we can make it look a little bit uh, prettier rather than me just shouting random stuff out at you. Right, here we go. US Open... Let's have a look. So, your boy in saying, does Zverev have a shot versus Sinner? Definitely. Definitely has a shot. There's no way that it's just an easy matchup for Yannick Sinner. Um, but we're on to the women's at the moment. You're sort of backpedaling into the men's again. I feel that in this one, Kim Win Zeng, somebody who could have a really good US Open, if she puts it all together... I think that's that would 
this could be a, like a groundbreaking tournament for her. She's won her first tournament on the WTA. She was able to get past Ons Jabur. Tough, tough ask. I don't see why not. Sabalenka. I'd say it's probably slightly tougher than some of the others, but she should get to a fourth round. But then from fourth round onwards, as you'd expect, it will start to get a lot tougher. She'll probably be facing, I don't know. I mean, I don't even expect Badoza to do too well, to be honest. Vekic, probably. Snail saying Zeng breakout, possibly true. Um, any, any more? Uh, we got Gene saying Zeng could do well this tournament, but I expect Sabalenka to make the semis. Yeah, Sabalenka, she's always good for a semi. Um, we'll move back to the top, just to have a quick look at Eagers again. Just to let you know who Eagers... I mean, Eagers, one, they all look pretty straightforward, if I'm perfectly honest. They don't look too difficult. And the only bad news for Eager is Coco Goff, really. I mean, Coco Goff quarterfinal, potentially. And... That's not good news if you're Igor Sviontek right now. Will Coco Goff crumble uh, on the big occasion? We know that she's been to the Roland Garros final already. And we also know that she's now beaten Igor Sviontek on a hard court in America. It's going to be interesting. I feel that Coco Goff's got... If she's going to get there, she's going to have to do it the hard way. And uh, that's, that's just one thing... Sometimes you have to run the gauntlet to make it worthwhile even winning it. Sometimes, like they say, to be the best, you've got to beat the best. It's not quite the case uh, with some of these people who win slams. I mean, some people win it without even uh, having to play someone good until the final. But you still have to just beat who's put in front of you. And if that is the best that uh, the tournament has to offer, then that's the way it is. Uh, Paul Ross is in. How are you doing, Paul? Good to see you. Whoa. Get some H2O in. Right, and just uh, let me know some of your thoughts in the live chat. I just want to hear what you have to say about the draw. I can go through some of your comments now, and uh, we can have a little chat about it. We can go back to the men's again if you want to. I don't mind. We can uh, speak about that. We went through the the men's quite comprehensively at the start, but I don't. I'm not going to drag this on too much longer we will put out some other videos where we will give some analysis onto the routes to the final of some of the big players that you want to see and we will be bringing out a load more news videos and obviously our draw previews they will be coming out i'd say probably it'll either be tomorrow or saturday we'll just have to wait and see i know that uh, jg has uh some serious bits going on which uh, cannot be moved so we'll just have to work the schedule around that so yeah i think that's what we should wrap it up there um what is the general consensus on this u.s open draw easy draw for djokovic alcalaz sinner potential quarterfinal Igor Sviontek versus coco goff potential quarterfinal in the same half as rabakina and on the other side We've got Sabalenka and maybe Pagula meeting in the semi-final too. Let me know your thoughts. If you're watching this on repeat, pop them in the comments section below. And uh, if you haven't already, make sure hit a like on this video and uh, subscribe to Game to Love. 
because uh, we want to have you with us throughout the whole US Open. We'll be covering so many live matches and we'll be having daily podcasts wrapping up all of the crazy events that go on in New York. So anyway, I'll wrap this one up for now. Sorry that uh, JG couldn't be here, but it could not be helped. Um, And uh, we'll be back as soon as possible. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you did, smash that like. See you soon, everybody. And come on, let the games begin. Sports Social Podcast Network.